0: Hi, welcome to Musings with Monse, a podcast where I have meaningful conversations with all kinds of artists. Musicians, poets, photographers, and other creatives share their honest stories, touching on the duality of being creative, the pure joy of making art, but also the particular struggles that come with it.
1: And honey, there's no way that I'll ever know everything about you, but oh, how I love
0: What I don't know too. In this episode, I'm chatting with Katie Jane Earle, who is part of the band The Mowglies. She's also a fierce advocate and does so much good in this world. I have been lucky to know Katie for a number of years now, and I've really seen that firsthand. This conversation was both fun and deep. Katie speaks about how grieving holds value, about why it's important for her to use her platform to do something that's greater than herself. She reflects on all the women in her life who make her feel, as she says, the closest purest version of herself, and why simply thinking of her best friends can be the key to getting through a rough patch. We also discuss why being single until you find the right person is such a good thing, how dating random people can be really weird, and she shares how her relationship with her husband-slash-bandmate came to be. Oh, and a heads up, we get real girly and talk about hair for a bit. I loved catching up with Katie and I hope you enjoy listening. Okay, so here's our conversation. Thanks so much for listening.
1: Well,
0: we've been we've been kind of pals for a couple years now. We've known each other for a while. Um, been able to work together a number of times. And I remember um one of my favorite times working with you was actually when we went into a school. Um, do you remember that when we went to the school and you guys played some songs and to an elementary school and then like talked to the kids afterwards?
1: Yes. I totally remember that in Oakland, right? Yeah,
0: totally. That was so fun. And the kids were just like so into it. Um, that, those are always my favorite things. Yeah. uh,
1: Honestly, I, I think, you know, all shows are a really good time, but playing underage events with like kids who are like sober and just (laughs) enthusiastic and it's the best.
0: Totally. Yeah. And it was, I was going to say, it's funny, I'm actually starting this a little bit different than I normally do, but we'll, we'll get back to the, you know, the basic (laughs) stuff later, but I was going to ask you, um, you know, you, I've just, again, known you for so many, for a number of years now, and I've seen how much, um, you and the band, you know, really, um, it really seems to matter to you a lot to give back to the community and do good. And even, even your, um, Kind of the the spirit behind your music is very much that way too, um, and I wondered if you could talk a little bit about that and like why that's so important to you.
1: Oh yeah, um, well first of all, you know we just try to write about a lot of things, and it's definitely not always some grand you know universal message. Sometimes it really is just kind of a simple, um, you know, not not super layered thing, um, but it's nice to be able to take this platform you have in this megaphone, even ours is pretty small still, you know, but being able to take that and do something with it. That's like a little bit greater than yourself. Um, and, mm-hmm. and even saying that, I'm like, we do a lot of selfish things all the time. We're definitely not like even huge on the the giving back map we just try to do it when and where we can because even doing a little bit goes a long way and that kind of thing is really easy and we just want to remind people how easy it is to do one small little thing that could make a big difference
0: totally and well from my perspective I think you guys do a lot like I really do see you taking at least in my experience with you guys and working with you you've always said yes like whenever it's um something, you know, asking if you want to help with a cause or donate something. I mean, um, it's been really beautiful to see that, you know, it's. Well,
1: thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That, that means a lot. I mean, like I said, it's um, it, it would be a lie to be like, oh, yeah, no, we're like really taking a lot of our time and effort to do these things. It's not that at all. It's usually really fun and mm-hmm. everybody comes together for a good cause. It's always a good time, uh, you know, and uh, it's pretty easy to just take a night out of your life or a couple days or few hours or whatever it is it's it's no problem it's our pleasure
0: totally well you know I also um one of the things the reasons I really just like you as a person besides a musician <laughs> is um, oh I like is,
1: you as a person too oh
0: <laughs> so sweet well I I just feel like you know um you've never really shied away from just being yourself and um and sharing like sort of your own sort of hardships too and um this is going to sound kind of silly but I remember like a while like a couple years ago um on like instagram i remember you posted something that and i can i can't remember the original source of this but i've seen it around the internet a couple times but it was like you know um it can be such a what is it um uh, it's a blessing such a blessing and a curse to feel everything so deeply um and yeah. i remember you posted that and it's just like i actually it found me at the exact time i was really needing to hear that you know because it's like yes it's so true <laughs> um yeah, it is. you know
1: it's, uh, you know this is like you know I'm a totally I'm 32 year old woman with no kids yeah. um I don't even know very many kids but I will tell you that the movie inside out oh <laughs> yeah Disney yeah is um is totally like that same message you know so we all feel really hard things and we have to remember when we're going through it that like that can be a good thing. Um, grieving and, and hurting and anger and all of those things, they hold value. And sometimes we have to remind ourselves that. And then at the same time, and sometimes it just hurts.
0: <laughs> totally, totally. And, and do you find, don't you think too, like being, and I talk about this a lot on the podcast, but being an artist, you know, I feel like, having an artist's heart is like particularly hard sometimes. Cause I feel like we all just feel things extra deep, you know? <laughs> so yeah, it's like,
1: man, I think having a human heart in, yeah, in today is yeah. just like pretty tough. I think everybody's kind of having a hard time, um, you know, just existing right now in this so weird true. way.
0: Absolutely. Uh, we're all
1: feel, It's like that saying where when one of us hurts somewhere, all of us hurt, you know, as yes. long as there's, it's like, we're all on this, in this tapestry and, there's so much pain and that's why it's it's not to not to take this interview to a really sad place no, there's a lot it's of okay. great stuff in the world too yeah. the world is also also awesome but um but yeah i think you're right like is it a human heart the artist heart it's just uh, it's a lot it's a burden sometimes mm-hmm. to bear
0: mhm for sure Um, well, actually, since we're on this topic, (laughs) I, um, I always ask in the podcast, you know, everybody, um, what is in your personal toolkit? So when you're going through a hard day or month or year, like, what do you pull on to help you get through it?
1: Oh, well, my, my best friends, Mm -hmm. totally. Um, even just like knowing that I have them is like enough sometimes when you're feeling down, just being like, oh, you know, I've got. Jen and Tara and Riley, whatever you know you've got your your friends. like that's huge. Um, I, I have a lot of love and support in my life. I'm really lucky for that. Uh, movies and TV shows that make me feel good, like mm-hmm. escaping into something that um, is tried and true. like not trying a new thing, but going back to a show I love or a movie I love or a record I love. like going back to those those little pieces of, of joy always really help too. That's a go to Um, and friends. Friends are so important. Absolutely, reaching out to people, even making new friends. You know, it's like you hear so many stories and you have everybody has so many personal experiences of just feeling really alone, feeling really isolated. And as soon as you go out and share something, share that you realize so many people are like, yes, me, too. Absolutely. I feel you. And you you realize how not alone you are. And sometimes it just takes that, that taking that leap and, and opening up and talking about something that you maybe, you know, are keeping in, you don't think anybody wants to deal with or hear or you're keeping it inside, whatever it is, but it's, it's important. You know, when you have friends and you have, a support group to listen to you and to take some of that burden off your shoulders.
0: Totally. And you're so right. It's something about having that shared, like of being seen, you know, like being like, Mm -hmm. Oh, like you get it too. Like, even if it's, you feel kind of alone in your pain, you're never really alone because somebody out there, (laughs)
1: Yeah, whatever you're going through, like somebody has been through it or something similar or experienced their own version of that level of pain, you know? Exactly. It's so true. it's great. We all feel super alone sometimes. And like, I, I even, you know, I try to consider myself a pretty optimistic person in some ways, but even Mm -hmm. sometimes you just have to remind yourself when you're feeling isolated and sometimes you're feeling isolated, surrounded by groups of people like a lot of musicians on tour in a tour bus surrounded by people nonstop feel lonely. Sure. And, um, and that's because you're, you're keeping a lot of stuff inside. And sometimes it's just nice to like, reconnect come back to the mothership you
0: know absolutely and it's funny too like i feel like that's what's so beautiful about um books and music too because yeah. um even like if there isn't a person in your friend group that you can talk to at that moment you know um that gets what you're going through there's someone out there that does in, in maybe the literary world or in a record you put on you know um, yeah they're old friends exactly Yeah. yeah yeah so there's always a friend out there in some form
1: <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's it's a good reminder. Everybody needs that reminder all the time.
0: Totally. Um, thank you for sharing that. Um, could you tell me um, just a little bit about your backstory and who you are? You know, professionally, you're a musician and you sing um, in the band, The Mowglis. Um, but could you tell me a little bit more about what, not just what you do, but who you are and what makes you you? Uh, sure.
1: Uh, that's an interesting question. loaded question right (laughs) yeah um so I'm Katie Jane Earl um Catherine really but uh I had I never I only like three people in my life ever refer to me as that (laughs) um I'm English but I was born in America to British parents uh who both live back in England now um yeah so you know I have uh I don't know. It begs the question, what is an American? You know what I mean? I was born here. I identify with it, but I don't have any other family here. I have no roots here. Um, except for my friends, which is, I am lucky to have many of many of wonderful people in my life. Um, I grew up doing theater, uh, which kind of got me through, uh, my high school years. And in my early twenties, I started doing improv and, um, music stuff. And, you know, I've always been really into performing as a way of connecting with people and expressing myself, uh, love dogs. I mm-hmm. got a dog, uh, about six years ago. And then when I married uh, my partner, Josh, uh, I got his dog <laughs> came yes. with the deal. So I have two that I love so much. Um, you know, I love music. I love comedy. I love writing. Um, and i'm exploring different worlds of writing right now outside of music Mm. but uh you know i i love music and just trying to get through every day like the rest of us you know
0: (laughs) yeah 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 that's that's a great um i love that that's a great answer um who yeah well kind of you just mentioned it sort of but outside of music because that is like your focal point right um what is something else that you can really find yourself getting lost in uh
1: well you know andy our drummer Mm -hmm. and i started taking classes at ucb this summer and i took a few classes there years ago um also um so we've been taking a lot of different writing classes and performance classes that are comedy based. Mm. And it's been a lot of fun putting on different sketches and, um, writing stories to perform and stand up to perform and stuff like that. I've been working on script writing, which has been a lot of fun, um, and really imaginative and, um, outside of my box. So it's been a really good time. Um, and, kind of doing all of those things while we continue to um, put out music and, um, tour the music of the Mowseys.
0: Very cool. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah, And, um, it's fun. Yeah, it sounds fun.
1: (laughs) You know, we live in this great city where there's so much available to us. Like there are so many writing classes, comedy classes, acting classes, music classes, um, all around within my, within, you know, a few miles of wherever you are in the city. And uh, with those places comes people that are interested in the same thing you are. And um, you learn a lot about yourself and a lot about what you're capable of and about what your mind is capable of when you switch gears from music into something else. And so it's, it's a lot of fun. I think it's really healthy and creative thing for for anybody to do. Just
0: Absolutely. Switching
1: gears, switching gears every once in a
0: while. Totally. And like stretch yourself a bit. Right. And another, yeah, keep
1: you on your toes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, that's cool. Um, why don't you tell me like a person, um, whose creativity has really moved you? Um, I mean,
1: this isn't necessarily music based, but that's I'm fine. like a massive Tina Fey fan. Awesome. I mean, huge um everything she writes i really connect with i you know i think she's just a hilarious genius and the way she uses music uh, her husband is the producer of a lot of or he is a producer on a lot of her work and he does all the music for like 30 rock and kimmy schmidt and um just the i don't know she's just fun and creative and you know does her own thing and uh, trailblazer you know love her um, love Arcade Fire. They're really cool. Um, big group project. I love big group projects Yeah. and, uh, they just seem like this really pretty collaborative, massive band that's always coming out with something a little different than the last thing they did. And, um, you know, they're, they're just awesome. Um, yeah that's such a there's so I could go on, and yeah, go on yeah 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 so I'm inspired by so <laughs> oh. many people it's crazy so uh yeah I don't know there's a lot of musicians a lot of comedy writers and filmmakers out there
0: uh yeah, well, well <laughs> lot it is I know that's kind of a heavy <laughs> one too it's like I know we're, yeah where do I start where do I end but um along those lines um you know as you have toured for many years with lots of different bands and artists um can you maybe share so far, a really memorable experience? Uh,
1: We played this awesome show at South By one year. I think it was in 2013 or 14. And um, it was probably 2014. And we were, our song was doing really well. And we were playing really cool South By shows. And we played this awesome one with group love, like uh, AC. Oh, no, it wasn't South By. ACL got rained out. Mm. And we threw together a last minute show at an indoor venue. All the bands were flying back out of town and all the people were going home, but there were still all these people left in the middle of the town who wanted to see a show. Mm. So we pulled some acts together and hit up a venue and we were able to throw a show with like group love and small pools and, um, the Mowgli's and, uh, walk the moon. That's awesome. <laughs> and it was like oh at a barbecue restaurant in Austin for like, 200 people and it was just such a fun night it was an awesome show
0: oh that sounds awesome um
1: and what I mean there's so many moments like that I'm so lucky like Mm -hmm. I can't even there's been a lot of great festival shows where you kind of are whisked around backstage all day and then it's uh time for your set and you go out on stage and you're like holy shit a bunch of people actually came to see us how (gasps) cool is that do you remember
0: I just remembered um uh that festival it was uh blah, 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 bottle rock when they had the um i was backstage with you guys when they they had the paella oh, that was yes. so good i couldn't believe it was like my dream come true <laughs> it oh was God, so good i love that that was so fun and then you guys played an amazing
1: set such a fun show yeah
0: i just remember that one and i was like <gasps> jolted uh, a memory yeah. in me
1: <laughs> such a fun show totally. i love bottle rock that's a fun I one i don't eat very much seafood so i oh did you not didn't have it really remember the past <laughs>
0: right but- um but i yeah I know you will remember. Remember Hangout Fest and um, uh, the yes. food? A, oh, I, my gosh. I was going
1: to say, I do remember <laughs> Hangout, and yes. I do remember Bottle Rock both having fantastic food. Yeah.
0: The Hangout Fest was kind of insane. Like, we were, um, like, the only media that was, like, allowed backstage with all the artists, you know, in that like. And it, it was,
1: like, on the beach? Yeah. It was
0: insane. Private
1: beach? Yeah. What yeah. was
0: that? That was just, like, out of this world. Yeah. And then there was, like, the really swing was. in the beach – I got, you know, in the water that week, and then the, the food was just like insane. I remember I would go there and have, like, I ate so much during that weekend. <laughs> I would uh, just go back for seconds and thirds. Oh my God. All, all, like,
1: all of these, you know, it's Grammy weekend right now. Right. I'm my like, right. God.
0: There's just like so much
1: good food not getting touched at all these parties <laughs> yes. all around the city right now. Uh, uh, totally. It's crazy. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I'm actually are
0: you watching the Grammys? Um I you know what? I wasn't even planning on watching it, but I probably will now that you mentioned it. Yeah, <laughs> is, is got, it... I
1: watch all award shows. I'm like
0: uh, a yeah, yeah. Uh, junkie for award shows, so. I should I should get more into it. I usually just like read who won afterwards, you know, and who's nominated and all that, but mm-hmm. there is something really fun about like watching people win their awards and go up there and, and just be super excited. And, you know, (laughs) yes,
1: I, I actually go to my friend's house and, um, I have a friend who cuts my hair and he, uh, always, he doesn't like do my hair, whatever. He just does whatever he wants. Your hair is
0: always looking amazing. So I, I need to go to this person. You can
1: thank (laughs) Creighton Bowman for that. Okay. He's he's amazing. I mean, he's like a hair icon, but he happens to be my friend. Amazing. And, uh, the gram he's always working different award shows but he, for the grammys like i go over there and i watch it with him and he just takes whatever inspiration comes over him and he gives me whatever haircut he wants and it's so
0: much fun that's amazing so, that's so cool yeah.
1: and you know of course we we turn up all the speeches and we talk about all the outfits and, <laughs> i love
0: you know it. that, sounds so that sounds yeah, so fun that's a good
1: time so and, and, you know you got to do it for the oscars too yeah and,
0: Golden Globes. Totally. So you're gonna have a new haircut today, then?
1: I'm getting a new haircut today. Yes. I was actually. I have to say another shameless plug. Yes. Yes. Not that I love it. Tell you about my hair. My friend (laughs) is shameless. He's amazing. But the reason I was missing your call was because I took a shower, and (laughs) I tried this new hair gloss, and. I didn't realize that it took ten minutes.
0: Oh yeah while you're in the shower.
1: (laughs) You gotta leave it in. (laughs) So yeah, you gotta leave it in. So I was in the shower and I was like, oh my God, this is like taking forever. Ten minutes is a really long time. (laughs)
0: Totally. Um,
1: but it's Kristen S. hair gloss and it's amazing. Awesome.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay, this is exciting. I mean, I'm a totally a girly girl, so I get really jazzed about the hair stuff too. So
1: I love I love hair. I love hair care and hair product and haircuts and hairstyles. I, I love hair.
0: Yeah, your hair always looks amazing. I remember asking you once if your hair color was natural. Um no, <laughs> you were like, it's not. <laughs> not. I don't know. your hair is amazing. Oh, thanks. By the way. Wow. I mean, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, your. are um, I remember, like, like, it's funny, though, because your hair, like, now that you said it's not natural, I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I can kind of see that, but it, it looks very natural on you. So, oh, well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I think
1: it's, you know, right now, it's kind of close to my natural color. It's like
0: close it's the closest it's been probably since I was a kid oh really oh that's awesome okay well I want I I like to I hope you post a photo of your new haircut today so I can see it oh thank you <laughs> or, t- or text it to me if you don't post it <laughs> okay um awesome okay so um, veering off from I, I love I could talk about hair all day but <laughs> okay. look, um who or what has been um your greatest teacher in life
1: Ooh, uh, well, my mom, for sure. She's, like, the best. Mm. Um, She's amazing. Uh, honestly, like, all the women in my life, I know that's probably such, like, a cliche, cheesy answer, but oh. the women in my life, like, are amazing. They're strong. They're smart. They're all unique. And I think that whenever I'm around them, I feel the closest to, like, of the closest, purest version of myself when I'm like around, mm. there's no, there's no trying, there's no competing, there's no, like you're just home or something, you know, it's really nice. Oh,
0: that's the best, the best kind of friends and family are those people who make you feel that totally, way. Totally. You know? oh, totally. I know I've, I've talked about this before on this podcast, but I, I, like I've found that as I've gotten older, you know, that's been really important to me is just to like learn how to surround myself only with people that make me feel that way, you know? Right.
1: No. And I actually like, I feel like I've always kind of done that. Mm. And I always encourage my friends and family to do that. I'm like, if this person or this thing isn't bringing you joy, like Marie Kondo, get, yeah, get it out of Exactly,
0: life. exactly. I know everyone's talking right now about her and the whole getting I, I, rid of I all I need her... to do
1: that to my apartment same, really same. badly. Yeah. So badly, but... Um, I guess but I a lot of us do, do but... That, <laughs> I do, it's show everybody. It's like the most identifiable show <laughs> totally. in the world. But I do Marie Kondo my personal life.
0: Same here. Like, yep. I,
1: you know, and yep. that's important too.
0: Totally. And it's funny, like, actually, I haven't talked about this before, but like, I mean, on this, on this show, but, you know... I think it's also important to remember that in romantic relationships too, you know, oh, like yeah. to only All like, relationships. yeah, no, yeah, exactly. All relationships. But, um, I don't know. Like how about with your, I mean, you don't have to get too into it, but like with your relationship, like how did you, cause you guys were, fr- were you guys friends first before you got yeah, together? I mean,
1: we have been, I think the Mowgli's like really started at, the end of 2009 2010 and Josh and I didn't get together until like 2014 or something. So mm. we were friends for a long time, 2013, 2014, something like that around then. And, um, yeah, I mean, we were friends for a long time. I, I never would have imagined like ending up with him, but you know,
0: that's the think, best though. I think it's like, cause it you really happened. know somebody at that point. Like I think all of my, um, like most of them, I haven't had, I haven't, I'm one of these weirdos where like, I just don't date a lot, you know, but like I, um. It's not weird. Well <laughs> oh, thank you. You don't have
1: to put yourself down. A lot of
0: people think it's weird, that. you know? I don't think They're so. like, why aren't you, like why, people, it's so funny, like so many people are always like, I don't understand how you're single or why you're single, and I'm like you know rude it, it is rude thank you Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like I'm happy being single until I find yeah. somebody that really feels worth it to me To why like, would you, know, you
1: like waste your time and your life and your money and your exactly. career like all this time that you could be spending Absolutely. on yourself on somebody who's not going to be giving back exactly
0: like, or making you feel no. like better you know your partner
1: like, needs to make your life
0: easier exactly exactly and you'll
1: make their life easier because you guys will take that's care right. of yourselves that's and right each other.
0: that's right and yeah so yeah. i'm just gonna say like i like all the relationships that i have had have stemmed from friendship you know because for me that's right. kind of the like way that it feels the best like so i'm never i've never been one of these people that like just like I'm, like does online dating or like goes out and dates and is like, oh, let me decide if I like you and you know, it's just not me. Like I just like to totally. know somebody, um, right. kind of on a deeper level. And then I start every to date see... I've
1: been on with like a, a random person, yeah, was like not fun. and super Exactly.
0: Weird. Me too. Me too. <laughs> That, that's like, what, what are we doing here? It's like, so weird. It's dating is it so strange. Not fun. And it's super weird. <laughs> it, so, totally, yeah. totally. So, yeah. So, anyways, I just, I say all that to say that, like, I, that's super cool that you guys kind of, you know, knew each other on this, like, deeper level and friendship way before you're like, oh, I gotta yeah. like you. And, you know, and it, it's it, true. It, it's it's really been,
1: Yeah, it's really fun. It's been really fun. And we get to share this um, part of our, our lives together, which is really cool. Oh,
0: that's awesome. So, and you can really feel yeah. that you guys are like best buds in addition to being, you know, partners oh, in the romance. Thank you. Yeah. It's well, we're still, sweet. you know,
1: you're still learning about each other yeah. and still, uh, still learning about ourselves. And, and it's fun. It's a wild ride, you know? Yeah. It's fun.
0: Well, that's awesome. I And you guys, you also... You guys have so much fun on stage. You know, it's really palpable. Like, I, I love going to your shows because it's always just Thank like... Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. It's the most
1: fun. Like, it's like, you know, you, you kind of have to make it the most fun because you are not alone for, like, four weeks straight. Like, right. eating truck stop food and... Um, staying up until three in the morning, which is not fun for me. I like going to bed at like nine or 10 with like my moisturizer on.
0: <laughs> right, so, right. You
1: know, like if if that's going to be what it takes to get to the stage, then we're going to make sure that the time we spend on stage is the most mm. fucking fun we've had in the last 24 hours since the last time we were on stage.
0: That's a great attitude. And you really, it really shows. Um, like tour is fun. And,
1: you know, we're always... You make great friends and you see great places, but it is long, it is exhausting, it is sure. uncomfortable, and and the part where you're playing a show is by far the best part. It's just the best. So totally when gotta, you... oh, yeah, gotta soak make it, it in. Worth it. Soak it in. <laughs> why wouldn't Why wouldn't anybody?
0: Yeah, like, give it that yeah. and have the most fun. Absolutely, Seems insane. Totally. Well, you guys make it especially fun. So, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. On the tour front, when you come, I'm always so curious about this because everyone's different, you know. But a lot, like a lot of my musician friends, when they come home from tour, they sort of have that post tour depression, you know. Um, and other people have sort of the opposite effect, you know, and and it like really energizes them um, to be home. So, like, what it, where does it fall for you? Like, when you come home from tour, how does it feel?
1: Well. You know, leaving the dogs at home really has a, a major effect on that.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I'm so excited to get home to my dogs. I love my dogs. I like mm. take – probably like some people are just like dog people. Like they have oh, dogs. Yes. I'm like I cook for my dogs. <laughs> I love I dogs. love it. Yes, you're a um, real dog mom. I love them. Yeah. So, you know, that has a lot to do with it. I like caring for them and I like having them around. So I, I do get really homesick for them. Um, but even, you know, I, I guess I get really excited to be home. I kind of, I think LA is one of the best cities in the world and it's always warmer than whenever, wherever, right. right. And, um, there's always, and there's like every type of food I could ever want is like outside my apartment. For so sure. I, I'm always really excited to get back. I am, I, I love playing shows more than pretty much almost anything. Mm. I love playing shows, but I am always excited to get back into the comfort of my own home and this city that, you know, feels the most like home.
0: That's so great. I mean, what a life then, right? You get (laughs) get to have both. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And it's fun. And you know, who knows, like, you can't tour all the time forever, all the time Mm -hmm. nonstop. So it's nice to find that healthy balance and, um, you know, enjoy where you land. I, I do like having roots somewhere though. I don't think I could ever be like a, when I'm off tour, I just find a fully furnished place for a while. Like I, I like having, you like like, having my that. my apartment to come back
0: to. Totally, totally. You know? get, yeah, for sure. That makes sense. And the, with the dogs there and everything. And <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. I it. Um, okay, so this is where I want to ask you now some of your favorite things. Um, okay. Because it's always fun to hear this. Um, and I always preface it by saying like it doesn't have to be like your number one all time favorite, but just something that kind of comes to mind that means okay. something to you. Love it! I'm ready. Uh, awesome. Okay, so how about a favorite album or song? Ooh,
1: I love Paul Simon' Gracelands.
0: Mm, so good much. one. Awesome. Um, how about a favorite book? Ooh,
1: I mean the Harry Potter series. Like, I seriously changed my life, and I'm probably due to reread it.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. I, I have. I've so never read it before. That. Isn't that crazy? What? I know. Oh, I know.
1: I finally. Amazing. I
0: finally I'm saw. That yeah, right. Not, but was it bad that I already saw all the movies? I, is it? um no okay
1: okay <laughs> I doubt you remember that much detail from the movies to be honest I doubt you remember like true that's true uh, so so reading them no okay
0: okay I, I'll get to it at one of these days and I'll get yeah, sure.
1: the first one feels like a little adolescent but like just push through okay an okay read and they'll be it'll the reward
0: is worth it awesome um yeah. how about a favorite place Ooh. I love
1: I'm like loving England so much right now Mm. I used to like think it was so boring to go back (laughs) (laughs) when I was a kid I was like oh we're going to see like you know whatever but now I'm like I love going back to visit my mom I Mm. love where she lives she lives in Plymouth and I love that's where my family's from I love going back I love visiting I love London I love being there if I could live there I maybe would but I also love LA I love LA very very much
0: do you split do you spend a lot of time in England since your family's there
1: uh not as much as i'd like to to be honest i mean but i do try to go back um like every six months
0: yeah that's that's like me with spain i I do the same i try to go back
1: i would love to like i mean god if i could spend like half my year there or something that would be like awesome but london's pretty expensive
0: right and <laughs> it's hard cool. to like you know um yeah well like you said like your life's here but that's my yeah. that's like my secretly my i don't know actually it's not that secret because i talk about it all the time but <laughs> my dream right. is sort of to live um like half the year in spain and half the year in the states Yeah, uh, yeah that yeah. would be a dream yeah sure. yeah
1: if i like i i would love to have like a reason to go there. Like if we were recording an album right, there, if right. I was doing, putting on a show there or writing something there, like that would be the dream to just yeah. have a reason to be there for an extended
0: period of time. Well, it could very um, well happen, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's it's
1: true. A very I, real possibility. I, yeah. And the older I get, the more I just, I, I appreciate being around my family and hanging out with them. And I just met a bunch of new family I didn't know about. And like, it's just, it's nice connecting with your roots, you know?
0: Absolutely. Oh, that's so cool. Um, okay. How about, this is kind of a big one, but, um, how about a favorite memory?
1: Oh man, that's
0: tough. Honestly, <laughs>
1: uh, just because of what the page we're on, yes. um, Josh and I went to, <laughs> we went to London a couple of years ago. It was, we had just gotten engaged and I wanted him to meet my parents hmm. So we went back and we spent a few days in London and, um, my stepdad knows how much I love Harry Potter. So he got us tickets to the Harry Potter play. Ooh. Yeah. And it's like a whole day. Like it's a nine. I heard about this. Yeah. It's such a long day, but we were like in London. It was my husband's first time there. And it was like really romantic. We were newly engaged and we like, we did like this. We had a really great trip, but this one day we, we like did the Harry Potter play all day and we like got a really good lunch and we went shopping in between the, the first play and the second play. And we were just like in London and we like had a little extra money and we like were at this amazing play in this really old theater and it was just like the best day. It was seriously the best day. Oh, that's
0: so that's and awesome.
1: Obviously my wedding day was amazing. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, that sounds pretty. I love that. Those are good, good, beautiful (laughs) memories. Thank you. Um, Okay. So lastly, and I don't know if you're a big podcast fan, but if you have, if you do listen to podcasts, do you have a favorite?
1: Oh man. You know, I used to listen to podcasts a lot when I had an office job. Oh, wait, what? Um, When did
0: you have an office job?
1: Uh, I mean, I had a whole life before we started touring. I guess
0: I never even knew that part of you. It's so funny. (laughs) Yeah.
1: No, I worked um, in reality TV. I worked in casting. You did? I did. Oh, my gosh. I I worked in a lot of different areas, but in reality TV. But um, when I worked in casting, I did a lot of data entry. And so I would, like, just listen to podcasts while I input information. Yeah, yeah. And... um, I haven't listened in a long time, but I loved comedy podcasts. I love yes. WTF with Mark Maron.
0: Oh, yeah. I heard a lot of people have talked about this one. I haven't. I yeah, haven't heard I, really it it. I really
1: liked it. I really like the Joe Rogan podcast, which I know is like really like a, it's funny. I, I wish I was naming more female podcasts, but um. oh, love Two Dope Queens.
0: Oh, I don't know that one. It's that an, an HBO
1: show now. Oh, cool. OK. But before it was an HBO show, it was a podcast. Oh, and I loved S-Town.
0: I don't know that one either. See, oh, I love I love doing playing. this because I learn about all these different podcasts. S-Town
1: is great. Okay, Town is like a book.
0: Awesome. Okay, make a note of it right now.
1: It S-Town. is a book. It's like every. It's seven episodes. Uh huh. And um, oh, it's like a book on tape. It's so good. Cool. All right. Yeah. Awesome. I'll tell you. I won't tell you any more about it, but
0: but like that an I American. To it.
1: It's like an American social study. Ooh. But it's really interesting and like you don't really I could never it couldn't. you wouldn't even know where it goes. I can't even begin to explain
0: it. Super Wild interesting. Yeah. Cool. I don't yeah. know. I have no idea what made me just think of this but I thought I'd ask you have you heard of the series? It's not a podcast but it's a it was a, sh- a movie called Um, it's called The Up Series and it's a okay. documentary of films produced by um, let's see, it's for, yeah, the, it's for, it's a 14 British children and they started what? in 1964 when they were seven years old and then they document them every seven years after that.
1: Oh, they're all British? Yeah. Okay. Cause I know, I feel like I know people that were in a, a, an American version of this.
0: Really? Yeah. it's super it's, it's just super I think interesting it was called the seven up series okay okay that that's that yeah that could be the same thing I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna like, yeah it's really really interesting I don't know cool. what made me think of that when you were talking but it just popped into my head and I was like oh you need to check this out it's super cool I will check that out that
1: <laughs> sounds really good thank you for sharing
0: absolutely well that is all I had um that was just so super fun as I knew it would be yeah, it was very fun. Thank it... you
1: so much.
0: Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for doing this. And I will um, I will let you know when we have it all ready to go and and uh, when it goes up.
1: Okay, thank you. And just uh, while I have you, yes. we have two new songs out. <gasps> one is called Hard to Love. The other is called Mr. Telephone. We're releasing two more. Yay. It's part of a greater EP. I'm probably not supposed to talk about that, but who really cares nowadays? Anyway. <laughs> exactly. We're releasing all... four songs. They're all part of one EP. Uh, There's two out now.
0: The rest is going to come later, very soon. Yay. Awesome. Okay, fabulous. Well, thank
1: you so much for talking to me. Thank um, you. That was a lot of fun.
0: Likewise. Okay, I'll talk to you soon. Have a great time with your haircut. I can't wait to see it.
1: Thank (laughs) you. I'll text you a photo, girl. Can't wait. Okay. Okay.
0: Bye. Bye. Musings with Monse artists and their honest stories is audio produced by the amazing Aaron Mooring and the beautiful theme music you hear is by Heather Maloney.